Hello there, Jeff here, and welcome to episode 18 of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight, my podcast covering 205 Live on a weekly basis so you don't have to watch it. Let's see if we go two weeks in a row for another banger episode. Last week, Tony Nese won the tournament for the right to face Buddy Murphy on the WrestleMania pre-show for the Cruiserweight title. It was my prediction that he would win, and I believe it had the most potential. We finally get to see Nice in the title picture, and I say it's long overdue. Buddy Murphy attacked his former friend after his win last week, and we get to see where it continues tonight. This episode takes place March 26th, 2019. Tonight, I know we get a six-man tag match between Lucha House Party. Ah, we were doing so well without them, too. As they collide with the Submission Commission and Umberto Carrillo. The show opens recapping last week's events. So far, no piss boy wonder. That was poor. Sorry. It's a highlight package, basically, the match last week. Uh, and turned by Buddy. So, yay, no wetard. So, good start. The announcers discuss Tony Nese and Buddy Murphy and what occurred and what will happen going forward. The main event is apparently Arya Davari versus Cedric Alexander. It could be good. The matches are officially underway as Lucha House Party makes their way out. Kalisto's got a giant, giant noisemaker as he's swinging it around like the big dong he wishes he had. And Jesus Christ, Kalisto has a mic. Nigel says it perfectly. Oh boy. He welcomes the 205 Live crowd. <clears throat> I'm going to try to quote this. Let's get ready for Fiesta. It's Lucha time. That's it. Good God, what a horrible way to get any crowd going. I think I actually saw a few people leave the building. The Submission Commission and Carrillo out to Gulak's music. Vic Joseph makes a comment about Carrillo's smile. And I swear to God, Aiden English came all over the announce desk. And he could not stop talking about all the barebacks, bareback sex they've been having. It was uh, actually really inappropriate. <clears throat> anyway, Grand Metalik and the Twinks start the match. They do some flippy fun stuff. They fly back and forth. Very little offense lands. Drew tags himself in forcefully. He yells at Carrillo for jumping all over the place. And Gulak gets immediately dropkicked. And then Gallagher... Gallagher... Gallagher. I do that every time. Gallagher is sent out of the ring. Carrillo joins them, and the Lucha House Party fakes a jump to the outside and poses like the Powerpuff Girls. It's as silly as it sounds. Lucha Chant starts up, but quickly fades away. Kalisto in versus Gulak a top rope axe handle to the arm. Metalik tags in, and he holds Gail Kim, and he somehow fucks up the same axe handle by teabagging him in the head and knocking him over. And Lince Dorado with a third axe handle. Dorado with a crossbody for a one, and then some tag things happen between the Lucha House Party people. Uh, and Dorado and Metalik do an assisted splash on Gulak. Gulak. Gulak? Then Metalik with his uh, King of the Ropes dropkick, which I'm going to be honest is kind of a stupid move. It takes way too long and doesn't even look that great. It gets a rightful one count. No. No, Nigel. Not another nickname, man. Gulak is apparently the Philadelphia stretcher. Since fucking when? You're supposed to be on my side, man. You're supposed to be my boy. Ugh. Gallagher distracts Dorado, 
and Gulak hits a dropkick on the outside. It seems like Dorado and Gallagher exchange a few real shots. It seems like there's a little frustration between the two of them. It was kind of weird. They recover, though, and Gallagher in and starts controlling Dorado. Gulak in and does the same. Gulak catches Dorado and slams him face first. Gallagher back in, and they're ignoring Carrillo. Roll up by Dorado for a two. Metalik in, but Gallagher cuts him off by pulling at his awful mullet-like hair. He tries to rip off the mask, and Carrillo is now in. He hits a beautiful disaster kick, and Gulak is yelling at Carrillo for a high-flying moves he's been doing. Gulak is in. Gulak takes out Kalisto and Dorado and yells, Lucha. Kind of made me chuckle. Gallagher and Gulak hit a shitty-looking tag team move. The Philadelphia Stretcher. Ugh. It makes me gag saying that. Locks in a hold of some sort. I'm really not into this match. Gallagher in and hits one shot and then tags Carrillo in as he hits a corner clothesline and a dropkick for a two count. Gulak and Gallagher. Oh, there we go again. You know what I'm talking about. Jack in, but Metalik hits a double springboard back elbow. And they both tag Carrillo, but Kaliso also gets tagged in and he hits some high-flying moves. He's rolling and hits a basement rana. Gulak and Gallagher break it up at two. Gallagher... <clears throat> Carrillo and Gulak are all on the outside. Dorado and Metalik hit an acai moonsault while Kalisto simultaneously hits a suicide dive. That was nice. Kalisto to the top. Uh, Carrillo in the drop zone, as they say. Carrillo kicks him, though, because Kalisto took way too fucking long. And of course, you get six people in a match, you gotta have a Tower of Doom spot. And it happens. But out of the other corner, Dorado hits a shooting star on Gulak from another turnbuckle, which was a nice change. Dorado with an enziguri to Gallagher, and Gallagher answers with a headbutt. And then it just gets crazy as everybody just starts kicking each other. And everybody's down. Kalisto charges Carrillo, and Carrillo sets up for his finisher, that springboard seated moonsault type thing, and Gulak kind of yells at him and tells him not to do it. They argue, and Kaliso takes advantage and hits the Salida del Sol while kicking off of Gulak for the three count. Alright. It's kind of a weird ending. Uh, I just wasn't into this match. Uh, but I guess, where will the storyline go? At least it's better than no storylines, right? Anyway, we go backstage. Not Dacha Fuentes is there. With the Canaleses. Maria says Mike is the best. As she does... The man in constant state of piss approaches them and says he's a big fan of Mike and makes a rematch between him and Tazawa, and Tazawa will have Brian Kendrick in his corner this time. Oh, cool. I guess. Buddy Murphy is in the WWE Performance Center cutting a promo. He is talking shit about Nice, basically his usual I am the best in the world and whatnot, and we see Nice appear in a window behind Murphy. It's kind of a nice touch, and he attacks him. That's it. This works, I guess. Uh, could have been a little more involved, you know, for your only match on the WrestleMania card. It does continue the story. It just doesn't really further it. Maybe the week before Mania we can get a little more to chew on, but my hopes aren't very high. I uh, kind of hope this main event delivers because so far this has not been great. Speaking of the main event, Strip Club Bouncer Davari out. He not to say he's extremely motivated, just look at his social media. Nah. For the second week in a row, Cedric Alexander is out for the main event. Davari waves him in. 
right as the match is about to start, Oni Lorkin comes out. I guess he's in his street clothes, just like some jacket and pants. They're, it's an all black, basically. There is zero reaction from anyone. Poor Oni. But what the fuck is he doing out here? Oh, no. He teases joining the commentary table. But instead he pulls a chair away from it. Oh, that was close. I guess he's just going to watch the match. Thank God he isn't going to talk on commentary because that would have been bad. Apparently Vic Joseph really seems to want to talk to him. And uh, English agrees. I, I really think they're alone, though, in that thought. Nobody wants to hear him talk. Dabari is getting the better of Alexander in the beginning of the match, and Oni is literally sitting there looking like he's flexing all of his muscles at once, trying to take a shit. I, I don't... W why? Alexander hits Dabari with a big forearm and a drop kick. Alexander keeps looking at Oni, making it obvious what will happen later on. We call that foreshadowing. Davari takes advantage of Alexander staring at Oni. I mean, I, I can't blame him. It's really not every day you get to see a fetus man made from incest. Davari fully in control. He, he hits a really stiff clothesline for a two count. They tease Oni being the latest signee to 205 Live, which, spoiler alert, um, I, I checked on Twitter, and by this point, he is officially signed. Uh, it's not a really a big signing, but I guess he could do well on 205 Live. I mean, he'll probably be on there more. Definitely not championship material, though. Um, Davari is in a rest chin lock now. Alexander fights out of it and almost hits a lumbar check, but Davari hits a super kick, roundhouse kick, and then a neat spinning reverse DDT type thing. Gets a close two count. Davari tries to lock in a choke, and Alexander kicks Davari a few times, and then a springboard flatliner for a close two count of his own. Oni's really fucking creepy. It's really apparent when he's trying to look menacing. It's just creepy. Like, very serial killer vibe to him. Davari takes advantage when Alexander tried for a springboard. He hangs him on the top turnbuckle. Davari hits a weird cross-arm slam bomb of some sort from the top rope for a two-count. It was... It was okay. Both men start exchanging blows and chops. Alexander sexily rips Davari's tank top, then lightly starts sucking his nipples. Wait. Oh, sorry, wrong screen. Uh, he hits a huge spinning back elbow for a close two count. Uh, there we go. That's the right one. Davari to the apron, dodging Alexander's charging, and hits a big roundhouse, and then whips him in the corner, and hits a huge frog splash. Oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. Persian lion splash. What the fuck? Whatever, I can only assume these things are true at this point. The fucking stupid splash gets a two. Davari goes for the lariat finisher, but Alexander Ducks hits a flipping senton onto Davari, who is on the outside, right next to Oni. Alexander uses the table to get himself up and knocks Oni's jacket onto the ground, and oh my god, this is this is how they're gonna do this? Yeah, I, I guess it is. Uh, Oni loses his mind, yelling at Cedric. I I think it's time to just do this because I, I have to just I have to put this soundbite in here because it's too good not to. It's it's worth it. Just just listen. To take out his opponents. Yeah, 
I wasn't kidding. Cedric the whole time was looking at Oni like he was a psychopath, which is totally understandable. Anyway, off of this stupid distraction, Davari rolls him up and over-rotates him so much that it looks like he's trying to make Cedric suck his own huge, delicious dick. It gets the three count, though. So, strip club bouncer wins? Yay? The announcers are just as confused as I am about this whole jacket thing. Lorcan is now in the rig and throws the jacket that was so important a second ago at Alexander and viciously attacks him. God, he is his angry yelling as he is attacking him sounds just like a five-year-old boy with Asperger's who got his toys taken away. Holy fuck. Alexander fights back, but the trainers break it up, but not before Logan get Lorkin can get one last cheap shot in. Okay, okay. What in the name of Christ was that? I'm bewildered. So so let me get it straight. Uh Oni Oh, oh no, yeah, I forgot to mention. He has a shirt on that says Oni Rules on it. So it's really playing up that whole on the spectrum character. He, he, so I'm supposed to be Oni lost his mind and beat up Cedric because Cedric knocked his awful generic golfing jacket to the ground? Wowza. Uh, okay. If you say so. This episode. Yeah. Uh, dreadful. I didn't enjoy it. Uh, Davari gets a win. The Submission Commission and Korea are already having major problems. Buddy Murphy and Nice are really no further than they were last week, um, which is kind of the storyline you want to be forwarding. And Cedric and Oni are in a feud? Uh, it was Drek. Not, not good at all. It's really disappointing. Uh, hopefully we can rebound next week, uh, on the go home before WrestleMania. That's the last chance you get to build your only match that's going to be on the card. So here's to crossing my fingers. Okay. Check out our website at rundownwrestling.com to view all of our other great shows, as well as vote on the hottest WWE women's tournament, which is going on now. We have been getting some great involvement, and if you haven't checked it out yet, what are you waiting for? Go there and vote now. Also, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling to become a patron. You'll get early access to some episodes as well as Patreon-exclusive shows that nobody else can hear. Anyway, that does it for this episode of Hurry Up and Cruiserweight. I'm Jeff, and thank you so much for listening. It makes me feel better after watching this shit. Tune in next week, hopefully better, for some more 205 Live action. Just a light waiting on. Bye.